0: FYI, this podcast contains spoilers.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to episode 204 of the podcast that goes snipped. Snipped. We're your hosts, Jason and Denise Venable, and this is our happy holidays episode.
0: Happy Holidays
1: Happy Holidays Happy Holidays Happy Holidays When Mm -hmm. the Wolverines are snicked in Happy Holidays To to you you. (laughs) (laughs) We're dorks If you didn't know that by now Um, Well, welcome to your first episode. (laughs)
0: got 203 (laughs) to find out we're (laughs) dorks yeah
1: (laughs) give or take um yes anyway we're going to talk about the um the first little bit of wolverine comics from december to kind of get ready for the holiday season and um but i am going to intentionally push off in humans versus x-men and so the next episode we'll talk about that and kind of a couple of the tie and kind of just do a do a IVX special. But for this episode, we'll cover a couple of Wolverine comics and um also have some news a little bit.
0: News, yeah,
1: it's kind of our job to keep you up with the happenings in the X universe. Uh, and of course, we know.
0: I thought you were going to give me a raise or actually pay me,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, changing subject, yeah. So anyway, there's kind of a a soft hard reboot in the X Men universe coming up with uh, which will be after Inhumans versus X Men, and of course it's a Resurrection with the X in the middle for you know X reasons.
0: <laughs> Xy reasons.
1: Yeah. But anyway, Resurrection starts uh, early two thousand seventeen. And I know we're a little late to the party. I think most of the news came out a couple of weeks ago. We haven't had an episode since then, so we're going to we're gonna talk about it for this podcast. Um, just give a quick rundown of the books. All New Wolverine will start a new story called Immune. Of course, Tom Taylor is staying on the book. They're announcing a new artist as Leonard Kirk, but I'm pretty sure they're just going to keep rotating artist like they have been on this book and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit when we actually talk about this book but um anyway there is an, a really pretty rad Adam Kubrick cover uh to the new storyline I don't know if he's going to do covers for a while of course uh, Bingle has been doing them but uh maybe maybe you'll add AQ's going to take over I don't know but um it's pretty nice she's going to have a new costume Very reminiscent of her X-Force costume, but a little more beefed up.
0: No Wolverine colors?
1: Well, the the X-Force Wolverine colors.
0: No, I mean like her classic throwback to like...
1: No, not the classic colors. At least not for a little while, it looks like.
0: Oh.
1: It looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I like her in blue and yellow.
1: Yeah. Yep. We'll see. I don't know if this means the story will be taking a darker turn or not. Of course, we're in the the middle of Enemy of the State 2 right now, so we'll see. Um, Leonard Kirk is of uh, Fantastic Four lineage, mostly known for. Um, he's pretty good, so that, is, that should be good. And then there'll be, of course, X-Men Prime, which will kick off Resurrection. This will be by various writers and artists. This is kind of a one-shot to get ready for the new books. Um, Next on this list is Cable, though I think it comes out last. But um, anyway, it's by James Robinson and Carlos Pacheco. Um, and It's it's Cable trying to fix the broken time stream, so that could be interesting, but it doesn't have much to do with this show. Um, Next is Weapon X. This is going to be written by Greg Pak and art by Greg Land. So Greg and Greg... Based on the original cover, I had assumed that Laura was going to be on this team, but according to this short solicit, it's Old Man Logan putting together a team to fight the New Weapon X program, and it mentions Warpath, Domino, Strike, and Sabretooth. Interesting. That doesn't mean that Laura won't pop in, but I kind of am glad and disappointed. Okay. Like, I was kind of bummed when I thought this was going to be the team book she was in. And I was like, well, I don't want her just being around other Wolverine characters.
0: Okay. That doesn't
1: sound that interesting to me. And plus, remember how bad Wolverines was. Uh, and yeah. I didn't want a repeat of that. No, good um, call. But, as we'll kind of discover right now, if she's not a regular in this book, and I do think she'll be in it. I just don't know if she'll be part of the team or not. But she's not a regular in this book. Then she's not in it. She's not currently on a team book. After all, new X Men goes away, which kind of bumps me out because I like her in that dynamic.
0: Yeah, but maybe the direction they're moving her in makes it so that she doesn't play well with others.
1: Possibly. I know she'll still have Gabby and Jonathan around, but we'll see. Anyway, um. This book looks fine, I guess. It should be okay. Uh, it's a good team. I mean, Greg and Greg are both fine. I probably like Pac as a writer a little more than I like Land as an artist, but, you know, there's that. Then, uh, top on Denise's list will be the Jean Grey solo book. You're
0: shitting me, right?
1: <laughs> Written by Dennis Hopeless and art by Victor Urbanez, which will probably be, I don't know, I'll probably be skipping this book, but...
0: I'm skipping it.
1: I um, might. I like Dennis Hopeless, so I don't know. We'll see.
0: You can chain me to my desk and I still won't read it.
1: <laughs> then, of course, Dan will be super excited. Uh, Generation X is coming back. This is written by Christina Strain and art by Alma Carpina, and neither of which I'm familiar with. But of course, the cast is Jubilee in charge of some outcast mutants. We have a few that we've seen. Um, and then maybe a couple of new ones, so that'll be fun. Um, again, not much to do with, with any snicting. Uh, there'll be an Iceman book written by Sina Grace, maybe, and Al- Alessandro Vitti. Again, not familiar with either of those creators, but I mean, it's Iceman. It should be good. It should be fun. All right, so then our two main team books will be X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold. X-Men Blue is pretty much just all new X-Men. Um, it's written by Colin Bunn with art by Jorge Molina. Uh, both of which I like. So that should be interesting. Um, apparently they're not going back to their own time any soon. It's all the original X-Men. Um, and then X-Men Gold will be the team that has Old Man Logan. Um, it's very similar to the Extraordinary lineup. Um, it's Storm, Colossus, Old Man Logan, Nightcrawler, Kitty Pride, and Prestige, who is uh, Rachel Gray's new codename.
0: So, can I just ask a stupid question? Yeah. Why gold and why blue?
1: Uh, it's a 90s callback. Um, so, back when, you know, the, the Uncanny X-Men was the main book forever, right? Right. And then in the 90s, Jim Lee started a book that was just called X-Men. And they actually split it up into two different teams at first. Over time, it just kind of all bled back together. But at first, it was two, like, separate teams doing separate stories. And they were called the Blue and the Gold Team. Those weren't the names of the books. Those were the names of the teams. And that was based on the fact that the original X-Men uniforms were blue and gold. Okay. That makes perfect sense to me.
0: It does. (laughs) It does. It just...
1: So I think they're, they're trying to pull a little nostalgia here with these new books... Because that was kind of the X Men heyday. I mean, that's back then. You know, the X X books were like the top three selling books. You know, sometimes four, depending on how well Wolverine was doing. Right. So, but yeah. So I think it's definitely a a nostalgia play. But anyway, this book is written by Mark Guggenheim, who find a little boring most of the time. But we'll see. And then Adrian Seif, who or Syf, I'm not sure how you say it. He's listed here as a, as a Superman artist, but I really know him from he'd done some Green Lantern stuff and then did a, had a really good run on Batgirl. So I like him as an artist quite a bit. And so that should be fun to see. Anyway, that's our that's our resurrection books. Um, anything stick out to you? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of meh. Just because of some of the creators and I honestly would have prefer to do a switcheroo and had bun on the gold book instead of the blue book. But I understand him wanting, he's kind of done the anti-heroes for a while now. You know, he did the Magneto book solo. That was great. And did uncanny, which has been solid for the most part, but that's still Magneto and Sabretooth and Psylocke and Archangel and, you know, Their missions are a little darker, so I can understand why he might want to, you know, switch it up and do a more lighthearted book with the uh, original X-Men, but I don't know. Because I'm not as excited about that cast, I would have rather seen him on Gold, but alas, it was not to be. So, anyway, um, yeah, that's kind of really all I have to say about that. You ready to talk about some comics? Let's do it. All right. Jingle bells, jingle bells.
0: Batman smells?
1: <laughs> Robin away <laid> an egg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so let's talk about some comics.
0: Let's do it.
1: And there's some extra noise. We're having a, uh, what was it, a love-in? Sure. <laughs> that John Lennon and Yoko Ono had. We're actually, uh, we're podcasting from bed.
0: Yes. <laughs> I actually quite enjoy it.
1: Um, it's not my favorite, just because I I realize already that the audio is a little inconsistent because we're not we don't have, we're holding the mics, and we're moving them around.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I love how.
1: And Denise isn't even actually talking into her microphone. Yes, I am. <laughs> she was talking to the <laughs> top of it. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I have the square one. You have yes. the round one that you can talk into the top of it.
1: Well, I still don't talk like that. Which if that sounded weird I'm sorry. But um anyway, we got we got a handful of comics to talk about. First is all new wolverine number fifteen which continues our Enemy of the State two. Um, this is written by Tom Taylor. Uh guest artist and I don't um Digiburl Morissette Fawn or Fan as the artist.
0: Wow, you did better than I would have.
1: I did my best. Um, Michael Garland as the colorist and VCs Corey Pettit Ooh-hoo. as the letters, And of course, David Lopez does the cover. And the cover is pretty cool. It's like a, Madrid- a Visit Madripoor tourist poster. And then thr- two like claw marks through it. And then through behind the poster, you see like a red uh, Wolverine face and she's all scowling and growling and her eyes are all red. Reminds you of her Berserker. It's a pretty good cover. I like it quite a bit. What did you think of the cover?
0: I found it interesting. I, um, normally I like the, the floppies compared to reading it digitally because I feel like the colors are truer to life. And here it's just, I don't know, there's something about her mouth. It bothers me. My eyes get sucked into it, and then that's all I can see.
1: (laughs) So she's eating your eyeballs.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Okay. Well, that's interesting because I see the eyes more than I see the mouth.
0: I don't know why. And I've looked at this trying to figure out if the the type on it where it says Visit Majipur was... Somehow drawing me in, like it made an awkward shape or it made a V that made me get drawn to that part of the cover. But there's nothing. I have no idea why. I just stare intently at her teeth.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, and there you go.
0: And I Uh, noticed that when I was reading it, too. Like when I was looking at the cover, I was like, ooh, teeth.
1: (laughs) That's funny. All right. Well, what happens in this book?
0: Wow. What doesn't happen in this book?
1: Okay. Well, I don't know. You can tell me.
0: Let's see. So there, first we start off with Fury, who basically says, there's no place safe for Wolverine to run. I've contacted all of her friends and told them to let me know if they hear from her. And Hill's like, but what about her boyfriend? What about this person? he's like, nope. They'll all yeah. turn her in.
1: So they're tracking Angel, they're tracking the all new X Men, those are her teams and her Yep. Her boyfriend. But she's on her, her little pirate ship. Yep. The SS Yost, which is a nice callback because Christopher Yost was one of the people that did a lot, um kind of in the early years of X twenty three. So
0: So they're they're having dinner? I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. They're having some kind of meal at sea.
0: Yeah. And Gabby and Laura and Captain Ash yeah. are sort of just having random banter about, you know, oh, it gets easier to eat. And, uh, and you'll... Gabby's
1: like, I kind of like my sliding food.
0: Yeah. Um, And then. There's Ash a...
1: mentions that Logan was a good lover.
0: Yeah. That was awkward. <laughs> It's like when your parents talk about sex. You're like, oh, la, 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 <laughs> la. Then they hear a crash up top and a cargo container has fallen over. Yeah, and it's,
1: storm, it's a stormy weather at sea and one of the containers has fallen and the cable is cutting this guy's leg.
0: Yep. so Laura says, here, I'll help.
1: Well, Gabby wants to help too and Laura's like, no, don't, don't reveal what you are to the pirates.
0: Yeah, she was like, remember, they're still pirates. Yeah. Um, So Laura goes in she cuts
1: We got a snit
0: She cuts the cable It somehow comes back and uh, Kind of Slaps her in the face And knocks her overboard But Captain Ash grabs her arm Tells her to hold on They heave her up top And she says "Um, I had to save you Because I had to save you for Logan because he would have come back From hell (laughs)
1: Well, no, she says, I like the line there. She goes, um, and your father will come back from whatever hell he's drinking and, and grunting in, and blame me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
1: so their plan is to be in Madripoor by the morning. And they get... <laughs> Go ahead and stop talking to <laughs> you.
0: Sorry. And they get to Madripoor, and while they're joking about... Laura um, or not Laura Jonathan not eating anything and his stomach can't be that big because he's a wolverine right but yet he's just constantly Thrown up.
1: Yeah. And he's yakking all over the place. Yeah, he's seasick You know those wolverines aren't meant to be on the ocean. No
0: And all of a sudden Laura tells Gabby to shush She says she hears something She goes up to Captain Ash and wants to know, A, why are they so far away from the shore of Majapur? And B, does she, oh, she says, I know what you're transporting. Captain Ash just says, I heard it. Yep. Captain Ash
1: says, bang. (laughs) (laughs) More of a blam. Yeah. Yeah. Shoots Wolverine in the gut.
0: And says, hold her. And captain Ash has turned her in
1: yep says I sold you the moment you made contact with me yep so a couple of helicopters come flip flip flupping al- or no foot foot footing along
0: foot foot footing yep uh, Gabby jumps over a railing comes to help Laura Laura says n- she's got a double snicked
1: yep she's going after ash
0: yep and she cuts off Ash's hand.
1: Yeah. It's kind of brutal. Kicks her overboard. Yeah. And then turns and says, grrr. Yeah, she growls at the other pirates They kind of back off. And we find out what the cargo is. Which,
0: this actually made me really sick to my stomach.
1: Yeah, it's pretty sad. So, Um,
0: the cargo is children.
1: Yeah. It's human trafficking, which is one of the worst things about our lovely little planet. Yeah. Um, and of course, she she comforts the kids. She's gonna be get them safe. She basically tells the other pirates, um, "You're my crew now, <laughs> and we're gonna take these kids and home and make them safe." But then someone jumps out of the helicopter.
0: Yeah, who is this guy? This is
1: Roughhouse. He is from uh, Wolverine. Like, one of the very first Magipore stories early in the Wolverine, in the first Wolverine solo series, like, issue four, maybe? Okay. We're we're almost there to the flashbacks, assuming we ever have flashbacks again. Um, <laughs> Inferno seems to be the hurdle I can't jump over. <laughs> but um, as soon as we get past that, then Rough House will be very, very quick down the, down, down the pipe in the story. In Madripoor. And so it's a nice little callback. He doesn't pop up very often, and he's not a very popular character, but...
0: Is he an x Men?
1: I don't... know. he's not an X-Man. Um, I think he's a mutant, but his power is just, you know, to be a big bruiser.
0: I was going to say, he jumps out of a helicopter and yeah. lands on the deck, and it does not break a bone in his body. Right. But Roughhouse falls down, or falls down... Jumps out, lands, and he goes, you haven't heard of me? Nope. I didn't hear of you. (laughs) And then... uh,
1: Baloney shows up. (laughs) Baloney. She doesn't jump down. She comes down on a rope.
0: Yep. And she basically says, uh, Wolverine, move away from the children. You're coming with me.
1: Yep. And Wolverine's going to fight. But Baloney makes a good point. She says, you may be able to take me in roughhouse, even though you're outnumbered, because, you know, you're Wolverine, but do you really think you can take us out without any of these kids getting hurt first?
0: And so Wolverine decides she'll go with them.
1: Yep. An unfortunate uh, frame. It was a perfect opportunity for a snack.
0: Yeah. That would have been a great snack. Yeah.
1: But they, they decided not to do that, but they put... Laura in restraints and I kind of like you know the the levels of bad guys we have here because baloney um after they fish captain ash out of the water she changes the arrangement yep and she tells captain ash um you're going to take these kids back to america my buddy roughhouse here is going to accompany you Yep. because I'm not down with uh you know trafficking children and Ash is like, that wasn't part of the deal. i got to make money. So what does Baloney do?
0: Well, she shoots her. Yeah. She's dead.
1: She says, he's second in command.
0: She goes, you're now going to do what she wouldn't do. Right. Right. Right.
1: <laughs> or would you rather die?
0: And she tells Roughhouse that after they drop the kids off, kill everybody.
1: Yep. Kill all the pirates. And interestingly... And I'm curious what Baloney knows at this point. Because we, of course, know that Gabby has exhibited some Wolverine powers. Right. Has the claw, right, at least. Right. Um, But Baloney obviously doesn't want her back and doesn't really act like there's anything special about her. Because she gives Gabby to Rough House and says, you know, take her home too. Right. No mention of, of poor little Jonathan. Yeah. no
0: he's still puking on
1: I guess so the, yeah. what is
0: it the Alito deck
1: yeah I don't know anyway so then they take Wolverine back and who's who's waiting for her?
0: oh it's what's her face Kimura yeah yep and she's like and she's got a little vial of the trigger scent trigger scent and she's like let's have fun
1: yep she's like you're mine again just like you're meant to be my weapon.
0: Yep, let's begin.
1: Yep, she smacks her around a little bit. And that, as they say, is that. All right, well, Dan Cole from the Inner Comics Podcast has some thoughts as he has been doing for us, which I greatly appreciate.
0: I'm very curious to hear Dan's thoughts.
1: Yeah. Um, so, All New Wolverine 15... This installment of the of Enemy of the State 2 is very much filler. Aside from Bologna turning up, this just treads water. Huh, I wonder if that's... He didn't say no pun intended, so I'm assuming he's, he's making a pun about the pirate ship being in the water. Um, <laughs> the nice nod to Laura's co-creator, uh, again Christopher Yost, the SS Yost, and Taylor poking fun of all new X-Men made me smile, but it seems like nothing really happens. Pirates are bad, Wolverines get seasick, and Laura is taken into custody again. Business as usual. Art-wise, the book seems to be having a bad run of filler artists. I could not agree more. We'll talk about that in a minute. Than just doesn't leave a mark, and a lot of his pencils are ill-defined. The inking is rough also. Even the color work is drab. We'll, we'll get to his rating in a minute. Um, what are your thoughts? What do you agree, disagree?
0: Okay, so. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, ho, ho.
0: I, the minute I got to the first page, and the way this guy draws noses. <laughs>
1: Andrew mentioned that, too. Andrew also had some comments that we just talked about at work that I'll mention in a minute.
0: I, I saw that, and I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. Maybe he's just trying to, to show more shadow. And then I turned the page, and you have the page of Ash. Yeah, there's
1: a whole full page full of faces.
0: Yes, and the noses all have this weird, ginormous, elongated U with hash marks down the side. Right. And I get what the artist is trying to do. Do you? Mm. Well, okay, so the top of your nose right here, which when there's light that shines on it, it's the brightest part. Right. So when you shade, you shade down one side and you shade down the other side to give your nose depth because black goes back and white and light colors move forward. Right. So he's trying to give the nose depth. It's just not done well. I don't...
1: Everybody looks disfigured.
0: Everyone looks like they had a really bad nose job.
1: Yeah, that or possibly... um, Gabby
0: looks like she... No offense to my hubby who's had a cleft palate. I I was about to say the same thing. Uh, (laughs) She looks like she has a cleft palate. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um.
0: And Ash has weird, like, um, oh, what's that part of the body called? Um, Eye. No oh, Eye right, patch. Right here. Chin. But it's not just the chin. It's like the cheek area around the chin. Like, she looks like a puppet. Uh, yeah. A little like bit. A, like a marionette. Yeah. I was going to say, like, the puppets on a string. Yeah. And their jaws are not... <laughs> They're just wired in there, and they move up and down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was not a fan of the art. For Me neither. Andrew also
1: did not like the art. Obviously, Dan didn't like the art.
0: There's just... And there's hokey parts where, like, when Ash gets shot and the second in command, her arm is bent backwards. Did you notice that?
1: Oh, no. Oh, yeah.
0: It looks like her arm is broken. It's
1: broken for no reason. Yeah. That is weird.
0: So, there's just proportion wise I didn't have a problem with it I just thought it was drawn really weird
1: yeah I didn't care for the art um
0: I didn't care for the colors I feel like they're just kind of haphazard
1: yeah so and and I was talking to Andrew about this and I think even in spite of of what he's gonna end up grading this issue I think Dan would probably also agree it is very perplexing to me the way the art is going on this book how so um because in wolverine and i don't i'm not a guy that really looks at sales numbers very often so i couldn't tell you what it's selling but it feels to me like most people agree just looking online and stuff and looking at some of the different like x groups and stuff like that that i mean from a just an overall standpoint, only Wolverine is is in my opinion one of the best Marvel books they have. Okay. Just just for consistency, since it started, whatever, and it is by far the best X Men book right now. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's got
0: to be better than Jean Grey.
1: Well, <laughs> no, but just hands down is better than than what the team books are currently doing. Okay. Um What I find interesting is knowing that it's one of the better books Marvel has, why they refuse to put, like, a marquee artist on it. Um, Maybe they
0: didn't know it was going to be so popular. So they originally, like, when they hashed out the art
1: schedule? I don't think so. Um, Then just, Andrew was pointing out that he feels like they're just sticking kind of all the hot artists on the new books or sometimes, and they do that sometimes. You stick a good artist on maybe a new book or a less popular book so people will try it out and try to boost the sales. And I feel like whatever you think of his style, which I obviously, if you remember, I enjoyed it quite a bit, but David Lopez, when this book started, was coming off of a very critically acclaimed Run on Captain Marvel. So maybe he was not necessarily like a household name artist for comics fans, right but he's well respected. And I feel like lately this book has just been artist after artist of kind of i don't I don't mean any disrespect but just people that that haven't really made a mark or really established a career yet. And it's fine to give someone a chance if you have someone great. but none of these guys are great like there n- none of these guys are legends in the making for comics no and so i just i don't understand why they don't grab someone you know andrew was saying um you know there's a guy nico leone who's been drawing spider-man uh the last arc and he's going to kick off the new hulk book and they like, why can't he draw Wolverine? <laughs> and I to say, I don't know, why can't he? And it doesn't have to be, you know, him, because even he's I mean, a pretty new guy. He doesn't have, like, a lot of fame or anything, but he's really good. And I don't know, I just it, it frustrates me that as good as this book is, they cannot find a good, consistent artist since Lopez left.
0: Yeah, but are they... I don't know, knowing how certain things work. Part of me seems to think they knew the book was going to be good. So they put their good artists, like you said, on books that probably weren't doing too well and then decided, Oh, this would be some marketer sitting in some cubicle. Thought it'd be fun to switch artists every, you know, book to two books.
1: Well, I think their intent was to switch for story arcs, which is fine. You get that a lot. I think this is a fill in of a fill in.
0: <laughs> this is the substitute like, teacher that nobody wants
1: I no no one wants him and the art i mean it's not terrible. I don't really enjoy it, but it's not like he has no talent no or he she has no talent
0: he or she
1: more set isn't it yeah. ironic that the art's not very good <laughs> <laughs>
0: i I don't know I just
1: yeah it's just it's frustrating. The X and this has been the problem with the X books for years now. Because when I got into comics, the X Men always had the best artists on the market.
0: But see, it I was Mark like... Silvestri.
1: It was Jim Lee. It was even with his quirks, Portacio. You know, even people that didn't like Liefeld, like he sold books, and he was you know they had him going, and and I feel like the last decade plus it's just kind of been no names that don't really leave a lasting impression and i think you know people talk about how the x men are struggling cuz they've kind of lost their focus story wise and i agree with that but i think a lot of it though is also that it just they don't have top notch art anymore and this book is a prime example
0: yeah, I guess I've just been very underwhelmed by the art and the books that I've been reading lately. Yeah. But I think it's also I'm not only underwhelmed, but it's like you said, you know, when you when you get someone who's good and really knows how to draw the, the characters and then you only see him for one book, you're like, ugh. Oh, I really want to see what they're going to do next week Or, you know I really want to see what's going to happen After that And then you get I don't know, it surprises me That Wolverine is The top notch Mm -hmm. That it's the top notch book Like I don't know, I've just been so Dissatisfied With the art. And and part of it's because I'm dissatisfied with the art and Old Man Logan on top <laughs> of all of that.
1: Now see, that's where we disagree. But... Yeah. Mm. We'll get to more of that in a minute. Right. Anyway, what do you think of the story? Really? Alright, so you're on Team Dan. Um, I, I didn't really think it was super fillery. I mean, it definitely this story is not moving super fast, but I mean, we have the, the the pirate story and Laura gets captured and I guess it is kind of business as usual, like Dan said, but I don't know, I feel like it, for as this story is going, it kind of gets into the next place, gets her recaptured. Um, of course, uh, human trafficking pisses me off. So I was kind of glad to see that the bad guys were yes. going to kill the other bad guys because they're doing something deplorable.
0: <laughs> I did. I That was the saving grace. And the, right. if they didn't have that, I would have hated this book yeah. even more than,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: than what I do. So. But I, I agree with Dan. It felt like filler. It felt like, okay, this whole thing is just set up for this. We're taking Laura in.
1: Yep. I mean, the pace is definitely not super fast. But, um, all right. Well, anyway, um...
0: Surprisingly, the pace didn't bother me. Well,
1: I just written the story overall, the enemy of the state story. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, you want to give Dan's grade first or our grades first? Well, Dan, influ- I, Dan I think Dan's going to influence you. Yeah. So why don't you go first? Because we already know Dan's grade is not going to change. I already have it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go two out of six. I I Thought about giving it a three because I thought well As much as I razzed on the art The artist does know how to draw and and this might be somebody's forte They might really enjoy the way this is drawn. And so I figured I'd give it a 50-50 chance mm, But I don't know I just didn't like it so I couldn't give it a three got a two
1: Okay uh, Dan also gave it two out of six claws. Um, and he said only because Gabby was fun. <laughs> Which is kind of the theme of the book. Um
0: But for Gabby being fun, she didn't do much other than talk about how Jonathan vomits all the time.
1: Right. Yeah, well you know. She's still sassy. Um so I'm gonna go a hair higher than you guys. So not not much. Um I think I enjoyed the story a little bit more than y'all. But the art really drug it down for me. So I'm gonna go three out of six claws for all new Wolverine fifteen. Wow. Yep. Andrew did everything except give me a grade. So Andrew, if you wanna post your grade later, you can. So anyway, up next is old man Logan number fifteen. Oh, they caught up to each other. They're both on fifteen. Aw.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, um we're gonna this is Monster War Part Two. Written by Jeff Lemire, art by Felipe Andrade, colors by Jordi Belair, letters by VCs Corey Pettit, and the cover by our main Old Man Logan artist, Andrea Sorrentino. And on the cover, we have Wolverine turning into a vampire with a full moon behind him. He's all in red, and we have lots of bats, and he's growling, and got little claws, and he's possibly wearing a bow tie.
0: He reminded me of Sabretooth.
1: Yeah, I mean, he often, they both kind of look the same right now, so (laughs) it's kind of hard not to look like Sabretooth, but especially with his uh, vampire fingernails, I could definitely see the comparison. Yeah. But I think this cover's pretty great.
0: I thought it was okay.
1: Yeah. I was just glad to see Wolverine in a bow tie.
0: (laughs) Do you find him spiffy in a bow tie?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And of course, he's got his vampire fangs as well. But remember, Logan was looking for Jubilee. was uh, back from the dead, and calling all the monsters, and calling all his vampires together. Uh, old Man Logan met up with Stake, which is the paranormal division of Shield. They're storming the castle. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Their name is Stake.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like stake through the heart. Uh huh. Mm hmm.
1: And you're to blame. You,
0: you give stakes
1: a bad name. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> so anyway, uh, old man Logan got bit by Dracula, and it's a nice callback to the first time the X Men met Dracula, because Dracula is like, "Well, now that you're all old, when you're a healing factor, fight, you know, my bite." And yeah,
0: I thought that was interesting. Yeah,
1: I don't remember marvel dracula looking quite like this but i guess he does he's He's pale and has a really long white ponytail
0: he looks like an 80s hairband
1: oh okay anyway they fight each other stake still fights the castle wolverine or i'm sorry old man logan tries to appeal to jubilee says you can fight this you fought it before He also
0: says, remember your kid.
1: Yeah. Which earns him a punch. But of course, eventually, Jubilee gives in. State calls this guy. What's his name? Orgo. Who's a giant like mud person, I guess. I don't know. He breaks into the castle. Um, Eventually, Jubilee fights back. Um, And old man Logan detaptates Dracula. Uh, has a uh, cerebra teleport his head into outer space, and then they all go home. And we get a nice little scene where they're eating pasta, and Jubilee explains that Logan's just a softy. He's like, No, I'm not. And then Shogo throws some pasta in his face, and um, Old Man Logan smiles. And you know, it's a nice, cute little scene. So, what do you think of the art?
0: Better than Wolverine.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I like this art. It's very stylized. I think it I said it last stylized. time. It reminds me of Sean Murphy a little bit.
0: It kind of, not all of it, parts of it, small parts of it, reminded me of Jock.
1: I can see some of that, yeah. Um, some of the sketchier part of what Jock does sometimes. Yeah. I really enjoyed the colors, but of course, Jordi Belair is one of the best in the biz um i thought the colors were fantastic the story was fine okay i mean you kind of knew what was going to happen it was definitely kind of a hey let's just have a couple of fun issues with monsters and yeah we'll do that.
0: but i thought it awkward that it's Christmas time and <laughs>
1: Dracula's out. We have this Halloween story. Yeah, in a very Halloween cover. Yes. Yeah.
0: It it was very weird.
1: Yep. And of course, we have the scene at the end, which is basically Old Man Logan and Jubilee just being Wolverine and Jubilee, um, kind of the classic relationship. which well, that's always fun to see. Um, all right. Well, what else you got? You, any other thoughts? Nope. All right. When are you going to grade Old Man Logan number 15?
0: I'm going to give it three out of six. Okay. I feel like... Had this come out around Halloween, I might have been more excited about it.
1: True. True. I kind of also originally had decided to give this three out of six clause, but I liked it better than All New Wolverine. <laughs> so I guess I should go four. <laughs> I don't really know if it's, I don't know. If it's that much better? I mean, I guess I'll go four just for Jordy Belair. So, yeah, I'll go four. Uh, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm wishy-washy. Um, I will either give it a three or four out of six.
0: <laughs> you can't do that.
1: I can't. All right, three. Three. But a nice, hard, solid three that was almost a four. <laughs>
0: So it's like a 3.8.
1: Yeah, if we did points. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
1: Well, anyway, that's our main two books. Um, Next up is X Marks the Spot. And uh, Denise did not read this, but it's All New X-Men, number 16. Written by Dennis Hopeless. Pencils by Mark Bagley. Inks by Andrew Hennessy. Colors by Nolan Woodard. Letters by V.C.'s Corey Pettit. Woohoo. And the cover is by Bagley, Hennessy, and Woodard. And it's the Goblin Queen fighting Eide. It is neither here nor there. So, the Goblin Queen, remember, is attacking South Beach because uh, Young Beast found a portal to Limbo, and he didn't close it. He tried to experiment on it. So all the demons came through. Uh, Young Beast makes a deal with uh, some metal devil orb, and turns into a demon to fight the demon and scares the demons all away. Uh, between what? that between that and that, uh, the all-new X-Men fight a bunch of demons in Miami. Um, of course, we have some good Wolverine slicing demons up. The best part about this book by far in the art, there's a full-page kind of... It's kind of a full-page spread, but it's really panels just kind of rearranged weird. But it's the transformation of Young Beast into his demon form. And it's a really great sequence. Um, it kind of looks like a classic almost werewolf scene, but it's just really fantastic.
0: This reminds me of the black what it what's it called? I don't know. Black Vortex.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. So anyway, our, our heroes, of course, win the day as Inferno retreats back to Inferno and Beast is like, yeah, everything's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> because, as you know, when you make a deal with the devil, eventually you have to pay the price. Um, The art is okay. I mean, bag was fine. I've been really enjoying Woodard's colors. I thought they were kind of up and down in this issue. Sometimes it's a little too much red and pink. Like a little too... I don't know what you would call that, saccharin? maybe? Too sweet looking? I don't know. But then the colors like during the transformation and stuff are amazing. So sometimes the colors are great. Sometimes it's a little more than, a little too bright for me sometimes. It's like um, ice cream. Yeah. The story I did not care for at all. I'm going to give all new X-Men number 16 two out of six claws. And that is X marks the spot. So that's going to do it for our Happy Holidays episode. Hope you enjoyed it, and whatever holiday you celebrate, or even if you don't, I hope you have a good time.
0: Yes, so that would be Happy Merry Christmas Kwanzaanaka?
1: Yeah, you're trying to do the Old Navy commercial? Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember. I can't
0: um, even put it in my head.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But regardless, we hope you have a good end of the year as you get ready for New Year's. If Well, not even everyone does that. Different countries have different New Year's sometimes, too. So anyway... We
0: hope that... I hope you have
1: a great day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hope that this time of year brings you joy and happiness yes. and time to reflect with those that you love.
1: Yes. It's all about family. So That's right. So hopefully you... Are able to experience that and if not, then I hope you find some good friends and just hope that no one is too alone during this time.
0: And remember, there's always us.
1: Always us.
0: You can always turn the podcast on and we will always be here saying stupid things. All right,
1: this is getting depressing. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) My my attempt to cover all my bases has just led down a a rabbit hole of despair. You're trying
0: to be politically (laughs) correct
1: it's not even politically correct i just want to be inclusive um but yeah so anyway happy holidays and just days and we will be back soon uh we'll coming up in no particular order we will have kind of a launch party for inhumans versus x-men um of course right around the corner we have our Wolverine Awards. And eventually, we will get back to flashback and and do Inferno, (laughs) but I don't know when. (laughs) I have found it impossible to come up with a normal time to record, and that's been a little bit of a hindrance uh, with podcasting with people other than the people sharing a bed with me. (laughs) So, because then you can just do it whenever you want. (laughs) Well, there's no no reason no reason to schedule. but anyway, alas, uh, please um like the Facebook like the Facebook page. Twitter is at Snickcast. email us SnickCast at yahoo.com and show notes can be found on the webpage at snickcast.podbean.com. So until next time,
0: hugs and Snicks.
1: All right, bye bye and snacked.
0: Forgot about snacked.
1: Shame on you.